Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt, and I'm excited that you're joining me today. So, what has been going on with you? I know in my life, uh, it's been kind of fun, it's been kind of crazy. We had spring break a couple weeks ago, and I was able to take the full week off with my family. We did a lot of fun things. My wife, who's not with me today, uh, she will be joining us again shortly. Uh, my wife, she she did a bunch of she just had a bunch of things set up for us through her work. Her work would get deals for like say rock climbing or ice skating and, and sell the tickets to the employees. And my wife and she went and she went and bought one for each of our family members every day of the week. And it was so much fun. We had such a good time and it was such a well needed, a hugely needed time off from work and just from the church world and, and just spending time focusing on my family, which is one thing God's been showing me I need to do more of recently is is just being intentional about spending time with my family, loving on my family, being content with what He has given me and where I'm at right now in my life. And so it's been really good. It's been it, it was a really good time. We had a blast. The boys are back in school. Of course, right after our spring break was Easter. And so that was a little bit weird um, to not be at work, not at, be at the church the whole week before Easter. But um, Pastor Mike and Sherry, uh, they were very gracious and they, uh, they didn't mind. And, and things went really smooth that, that Easter morning. We had, we had a good turnout. A lot of people got touched by the Lord. It was a really good time. So uh, I'm back. I'm here with you today. And, and I felt like the Lord laid a subject on my heart that He wanted me to share with you guys about. And I, and I hope that you're ready to listen today. I hope you're ready just to, to be challenged today because this has been challenging me. This has been inspiring me, causing me to look at my own life and, and ask myself, am I being selfish or am I being willing to be a servant? And so today I want to talk to you guys about how we serve an upside-down kingdom. Um, there's many ways we can go with this, and I'm only going to go with in one direction today. And the verse that keeps coming to my mind when I think about this, the fact that we serve an upside-down kingdom, and it'll make sense here in just a little bit, is, Ma- is found in Matthew chapter 20, verses 24 through 28. It says this, When the ten heard about this, um, a couple of brothers, their mom came and said, Hey, can these guys sit with you, and sit next to you in the kingdom of heaven? And and Jesus says, it's not for me to say. And it says, when the ter- ten, other heard, ten other disciples heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As I was thinking about this, I, the, more I, the more I realized that this still rings true to, to today. I've read this scripture probably a thousand times. I've, I've read Matthew numerous of times, um, uh, partly because it's the first book in the New Testament. The other part is because... Um, my name is Matt, and I like the book that's named after me, so to speak. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, I, I've read Matthew multiple times. I've read this verse multiple times and numerous times. And something stuck out to me this last time when I read it. 
that we serve in a kingdom that the closer we get to Jesus, the more we need to learn to serve. The closer we get to Jesus, the more we need to learn to serve. And as I was thinking about this, I realized that we live in a society, and I believe that society's always been this way. It's not just it's not something that's happened in America in the last 40 years or so, or in the last 10 years, or the last five years. It's been in society since since Jesus' time, and I believe even since before his time, where that the higher you get in a particular organization or in government or whatever, the more you are served by those under you. That's just the way that the world works. That's the way it's always been. And for some reason, we have seen that leak into the church as well. But Jesus, he, he knew that would happen. He knew, he saw it happening with his own 12 disciples, them wanting, them, them, them jockeying for position, them jockeying for authority so that others would have to serve them. And Jesus is like, wait, wait, wait a second, wait right there. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be the servant. How huge of a mind shift that is for the disciples who probably even saw it in their, in their synagogues and in their community and their, in their government structure at that day. They thought that those who get placed in a position of authority will be served and they'll be getting all the good disciples. And, and Jesus is like, no, 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 no. Whoever wants to be great must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first must be your slave. As a pastor, I'm called to serve the sheep of God's kingdom. I'm called to serve those that God has placed me, I hate, for lack of a better word, over. I don't believe I'm over anybody. Um, Nobody answers to me for their lifestyle. I mean, I I try to preach. I preach the truth. I preach what God's saying. I try to hold people accountable accountable for their actions. If they're saying they're Christians, I I try to challenge people. But in the end, people are going to live the way they're going to live. But as a pastor, I'm called to serve the sheep of God's kingdom. Granted, we're all God's sheep, but for the sake of argument, I'm I'm sort of a hired hand as a shepherd to Jesus being the head shepherd. And I would imagine that the sheep, that sheep, you know, I'm not a shepherd in real life. I've never been a shepherd. But I would imagine that sheep, if you're a shepherd and and this is wrong, email me and correct me, but... I'd imagine that the sheep don't serve the shepherd. They don't come up and say, hey, oh, shepherd, can I get you a Coke? Can I get you a sandwich? Oh, shepherd, can I do this for you? Oh, shepherd, let me set up the seats. Oh, shepherd, let me do this, let me do that. But instead, it's the shepherd that's keeping the sheep safe, protecting them from the wolves and making sure the walls are built up high, making sure that the gates are locked and secured, making sure that they're taken care of. I know I have three chickens at my house. That is the extent of my livestock taken care of is three chickens. And I know that those chickens, that they, they don't serve me. The only way they serve me is by giving me eggs every day. I get three eggs every day, two to three eggs every day. I don't know which chickens chickens do it, so I can't punish the one that doesn't give me an egg if I don't get three that day, but I get I get two to three eggs a day, but I know that I need to serve the chickens to get those eggs. I got to feed, I got to make sure they have their food, I got to make sure they have their water, I got to make sure that they're closed in tight at night so that predators don't get to them. And I imagine it's the same with shepherds, that they need to protect the sheep so that they can get their wool, so they can get the, get the benefits of taking care of them from the sheep. 
And in the kingdom of God, in, in the church, as a pastor, I am a hired hand to help protect, to help watch over, to help guard the sheep that God has placed in my under my authority and in, in my protection. And so the closer we get to Jesus, the more we will need to make sure that we help take care of the sheep that God has placed us in charge of. Does that make any sense? You see, we serve an upside-down kingdom, where in the world around us, will be, the first will be first, and the kingdom of God, the first will be last, and the last will be first. The goal is to be as much like Jesus as we can be, but we need to remember that even that he even said it himself, he did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He did not consider his own life to be worth more than our lives. So in the same way, as we grow in Christ and as we want to be a witness around us, we need to learn to serve. We need to learn to strive to serve. The higher we get in authority, we need to learn to serve even more. If we know our identity as children of God and heirs with Christ, this will not be a scary thought, but an exciting one. I think sometimes we hear we hear a, say, a pastor or somebody say, you need to learn to serve. And you, we think that, serve me. Because we've been hurt in the church society to an extent. By pastors, by leaders, by, and, and listen, my pastor's not this way. My leaders aren't this way in, in our district. But but I've I've seen it, I've heard of it, where pastors and leaders are saying, you need to serve me as the man of God. But in fact, the man of God needs to be serving us. Now, don't go to your pastor and say, you need to serve me. No, that's, that. listen, that's, 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 we're not supposed to lord over anything. We need to be trying to outserve each other. And if you're a Christian and you're growing in Christ, you're going to continue to try to serve even more. You're going to try to outserve those around you. And, 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 not, and it's not going to be a scary idea, but it's going to be an exciting one. Because we are heirs with Christ. We are God's children. And if we understand who we are in God as his children in Christ, because we're in Christ and we're God's children now, that we are sons and daughters and that we, we can share in the kingdom of God, we know that, that it's okay to serve. It's exciting to serve. It says this in John 1, 11 through 12, Yet all who, die, who did receive him to those who believed in his name, he gave them right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but of born of God. Romans eight fourteen through 17 says this, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves that you live in fear. Again, rather, the Spirit you receive brought out your adoption to sonship, and by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself with our spirit... The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we also may share in his glory. When we are co-heirs with Christ, we will find it our joy to serve and to suffer and to possibly even die. But in the end, we will also share in the glory that we will see when those that we serve come before the Father as brothers and sisters in Christ. So today, I want to leave you with this. We need to seek the Father. We need to rest in His presence, get before Him, spend time with Him, and ask Him, how do you want me to serve? 
I pray that, that this was a blessing to you and, and challenging to you as much as it was a challenge to me. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to look me up on Facebook or email me uh, at our website at eaglesviewchurch.com. There's a contact us button that, that that email will come to my wife and she, she can forward it to me. And we would love to hear from you. Also, look me up on Facebook uh, at Matt Malik or... Uh, I'm on Twitter, but I really don't tweet that much. I need to probably get into that a little bit more. But listen, if you have any questions, concerns, I'm here to serve you. I'm here to love you. And I'm here to help you grow. So Lord, I pray for those who are listening to this today. I pray that you will bless them. I pray you'll, you'll, you're, you will move in their life in such an amazing way. Lord, I pray for those areas that they're hurting, that they're suffering, that I pray if there's sickness or if there's depression, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will move and that you'll intervene in that situation, Lord. Lord, I thank you for these listeners. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope to see you next week. Bye.